And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode on what I wish people knew about stress. So stress is a term that most people use to talk about everything and anything that is bothering them. But the truth is that all stress is, is our understanding that we cannot overcome something or deal with something in that moment we feel stressed. Let me explain it to you like this. All right, so imagine you're holding a full bottle of water straight in front of you with your arms extended. It doesn't matter the size of the bottle. In fact, this will work with any object. So now when you hold the bottle filled with water in front of you, it doesn't feel so bad. In fact, it doesn't bother you at all. However, the longer you hold onto it, the more your muscles in your arms and shoulders begin to tense up. Two minutes go by, 10 minutes go by. You are still holding this bottle of water in front of you with your arms extended. Now, I'm imagining that your muscles are beginning to get pretty sore. This may take longer for some people more than others. So imagine you're holding the same bottle of water extended straight in front of you for 24 hours, for three days, one week, one month, even a year. The longer you hold onto it, the more difficult it becomes to hold it up. The more difficult it becomes to complete any other task. All of your emotional energy and thoughts are directed towards keeping this water bottle directly in front of your face with your arms extended. The same arm extended for such a long period of time. Those of you that are listening to this, I wonder what's going on through your head right now. You may be thinking that this is extremely silly. Why would someone want to hold a bottle of water for such a long time? Or it's getting in the way of you doing the things that you want to do. Or perhaps you're wondering why this is all relevant to people's experience of stress. Well, the thing is that stress is much like the bottle filled with water. When you feel threatened, a chemical reaction occurs in your body that allows you to act in a way to prevent any harm. This reaction, known as our fight or flight response, activates to get us ready to protect ourselves when we perceive danger. During this stress response, your heart rate increases, breathing quickens, muscles tighten, and blood pressure rises. At first, the stress doesn't seem too bad, but the longer you hold on to it, dwell on it, or let it affect you, the more intense the feeling of stress becomes. In fact, the longer you hold on to it, the more it affects your overall well-being. From mood changes to loss of sleep, difficulties with concentration, increased or decreased appetite, over a long period of time, stress begins to affect your mental state and your physical state. So let's say months or even years pass, and the stress will begin to affect your body in ways you never imagined. Stress can lead to long-term mental health concerns such as anxiety or depression. It can also lead to physical concerns like heart disease, high blood pressure, heart attacks, stroke, obesity, loss of sexual desire, permanent hair loss, acne, ulcers, gastritis. Okay, okay, that's enough. Uh, the physical ailments I just listed are more than enough for me to want to learn more about how to handle stress. Okay, so now how do I get rid of it? It's a lot easier to put down that bottle of water because who is holding a bottle of water for 24 hours or a year um, than it is to let go or manage our daily stress. It's not as, as visual right in front of us, right? Right, but why is that so hard? I think that when something's not so concrete, it's harder to identify in a way. And also it's harder to talk about, to realize, okay, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just can't handle it. Everyone else seems to be doing okay. But because no one else is talking about it, 
are working on it, um, they're probably thinking the same thing. Like, this person looks okay. They're handling and coping with the same thing I am. That's um, true. And then it makes you feel really isolated. Right, because you never really know how someone is experiencing their stress, right? Mm-hmm. But if I told you that I was going to hold a bottle of water for the next year, you would think I was crazy. It sounds crazy because people don't do that. Because if I saw someone out there holding a bottle of water and I passed him by every single day on a train, I'd stop and say something. And Do you need help? How about I hold the bottle of water for you for a bit? Um, because it's visual and we see it. Um, and a lot of our stress occurs at home and kind of in private a lot of the time. So um, people don't see it. Right. And a lot of times uh, in terms of like cultural uh, norms, mm-hmm. we're taught to deal with stress in different ways. Like some Absolutely. people are some people are told to, to hold it in or to not talk about anything. Or that's a sign of weakness um, or that, you know, you, you can't cope. Um, maybe you just need to be more organized or if I was as smart as this person or as put together as this person. And you can do that with anything. Um, but the thing is that everyone is stressed about something uh, and it's a normal experience. Right. Yeah, so the first step in managing stress would be to recognize within yourself the signs that tell you that you are stressed. It looks differently for everybody. Some people begin to isolate themselves, or maybe you get irritated a little more easier than usual. Some people worry more often, or they sleep for 15 hours. That kind of sounds nice right now. Um, Knowing what those signs are for you is what's important. Remembering that everyone experiences stress differently. Something that may be stressful to you may not be stressful to somebody else, and that's okay. Once you recognize the signs that you're stressed, then find a way to manage it. For some people, it's setting up precautions like planning to manage unfilled time. For others, they may be talking to a friend the moment you begin to feel stress, and yet others turn to dancing or yoga or weightlifting to deal with stress. What's most important is that you do something that works for you. Okay, so let's check in um, on our progress on our self-care challenges from last week. The first one was about breaking a goal down into smaller action steps to make it a little more achievable, less stressful. Um, Sarah, how did this go for you? Did you do it? I did. Um, You know, it was really helpful to just break it down versus seeing that I have to read all of these articles Mm -hmm. for my dissertation. I was able to just like... Okay, let me pick two articles this week, and I'm going to read two pages a day. And I was able to just take 20 minutes a day and just read it. Yeah, and did you get it done? Yeah. Yeah, and that's great because usually what I end up doing is I have this huge list, and I know I'm not going to get the list done when I make the list, which is pointless, right? So then I I ended up saying, okay, what can I actually get done today? Let's just do two things. Um, whether that was, I need to clean the kitchen. I need to clean my house, right? So I cleaned the kitchen one day or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of what I looked out for, like not making those crazy long lists that I know I'm not going to do. Right. We, a lot of times think that we can do more than we actually can sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the second self-care challenge was to practice some mindfulness with the suggestion of using the app Headspace. Sarah, did you do this one? I did it one day. One. Um, one day. I think I... we said two. <laughs> My intentions were to do it two days. And what I did was I set a reminder on the app 
and then it reminded me to do it and then at that's that moment helpful. I wasn't doing anything so I was like you know what why not I might as well that's yeah. a good idea you know I actually put this on one of my list um download headspace today and I did it um and I did a really brief five minute you know thing um and it was it was challenging for me um I'll probably make I should try it again um and, and give it a, a shot to see if I like it okay yeah it was a little hard for me to sit still for it what part of that is hard for you sitting still okay <laughs> I mean I guess it's not gonna work for everybody right? well I think that I just have to practice doing it um before I decide that it didn't work for me yeah yeah so That's maybe true. I'll give it a couple weeks of once once a week so you're gonna it. give yourself a try versus just just avoiding saying it. just crossing it off and saying it's not for me Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know yet. So I'll give it a shot. Cool. Okay. And I'll give it a better shot. Okay. Because I think just one day a week is not really It's not helping. very helpful. Mm-hmm. No. So we'll do that again maybe this week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so let's talk about this week's self-care challenge. Okay. Uh, so for this week, let's take a five-minute walk outside every day for the next week. It can be longer than five minutes, but try to take a walk during a work break or a study break. Try to be intentional about it and do it outside. Um, And let us know how it goes for you. As always, we will share what we learned from trying out this week's self-care challenge on our next episode. Uh, Take care, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to What I Wish People Knew. (music) Thank you.